This is Floyd Hughes, pastor of Crossroads Community Church of Jefferson Hills. I just wanted to share about my new book, Act Like an E-Christian. The E stands for evangelical. And despite what you may have heard, evangelical Christianity has nothing to do with politics. It has to do with the reason the body of Christ exists, sharing the gospel. My book, a devotional based on the book of Acts, prayerfully encourages Christ followers to return to our evangelical roots of sharing the gospel with folks in our circles of influence. It's available on Amazon in paperback and for Kindle, and you can pick up a copy today. Thanks and God bless. You're the coolest. No, you're the coolest. No, you're the coolest. Okay, I'm the coolest. So I am uh, Pastor Floyd Hughes from Crossroads Community Church of Jefferson Hills and Mark Berkshire with Mark Berkshire Ministries with at, at Fair Chance PA. And we are uh, in this episode of the podcast, uh, we're talking about cancel culture and not because we're about to be canceled, <laughs> but because that's the current climate of the culture is, and I guess we should start by defining, we were just talking about that defining cancel culture so if you had to like define it what would you say that whole aspect what would be a good definition for to sum up what it means to be like that cancel culture well i think you had the best definition before we came on and that is if um if you don't agree with what i agree with then we need to cancel it out and you need to start getting on the bus with me yeah, which that I mean, that's, that's as far as I can find online, and I don't want to look too much online, because I don't want people thinking I'm either supporting or, or trying right. to cancel anyone. Uh, but that's the best definition I can understand is the aspect of, hey, I don't agree with you. So it's not, I don't agree with you. But you're free to have your opinion. Right. It's I don't agree with you. So I need to cancel and silence you from being able to say anything, post anything, do anything, promote anything that supports your opinion, but that is against mine. And as you were saying before, uh, before we started recording is that's nothing new. That's been throughout like human history. Right. Right. It's all, I mean, if you look in the Bible, it's all through the Bible. Um, you know, there, there's cancel cultures going on all through the Bible. They just didn't call it cancel culture. They called it wars against different cultures or wars against the kings, different kings. Um, cancel culture is very dangerous. And I'm afraid that it's dangerous because it's seeping into the church. And that there are churches that are actually on board with this cancel culture stuff. And that just surprises me and are they really how how expand on that a little bit how how are churches coming on board with this there are some that um there's one down in atlanta actually he's the new senator the preacher that's the new senator now his whole idea the way he got was we need to get rid of all of the things that that um like the statues of grant statues of uh of lincoln and statues of different ones he wants to remove all of those because it it showed 
a bad time in our history. And they wanted to get rid of it. And, and he's, he was a pastor of a church preaching that from the pulpit. Now that's just one example. There are several across the country that that preach the same kind of thing. Is 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 it's almost preaching reverse racism against whites instead of racism against the blacks. And, and here here's my thing. I don't I didn't I, that whole let's take down every statue thing just doesn't make sense to me because statues yeah. are erected for a good thing that someone has done. Right. And it may even be in spite of the bad thing that they've done. So if you've got someone who spent, you know, seven years in jail for robbery, but then they come out and they say, I'm going to devote my life to making restitution for the bad I've done. So they start building schools and, and funding, you know, projects and all this stuff. And so a community says, you've transformed our community. Let's build a statue. And then 20 years later, we come along and say, hey, guess what? Uh, you used to rob stores, you know, you used to like do this criminal stuff, or you used to oppress a certain people group or you used to have a certain mindset. So we're going to tear your statue down. That doesn't make sense to me. Now, if the statue was put up to honor something that we stand against, that's one thing. But if it was put up to honor something that we stand for, even though in the past you may have done or said things that were against that. Mm -hmm. I mean, that to me, that it, it just doesn't make sense. Uh, if well, that's the case, there's not a single person on the planet that should ever be honored because we've all done some stupid stuff. Right, exactly. And that, but that's, you know, that's part of the cancel culture. They want to erase the history of our country. They want to erase the good and the bad of our country. That's part of this cancel culture's mindset is um you know let's not remember the bad things let's only focus on the good things and um, and i understand we shouldn't celebrate the bad things but we need to remember them so we don't make those same mistakes again exactly um, so yeah exactly. and we were talking about cancel culture um it's called cancel culture but back in the day it was also called like blacklisting people who yeah. didn't agree with you um, and even before it was called cancel culture, I can remember just seeing in the news and the media, um, people being shunned. That's yeah. another term that was used for cancel culture. We're going to like excommunicate you, ostracize you, have nothing to do with you. Um, and it's actually like you were saying, it's, it's throughout the Bible uh, in the book of Acts. When the early church started, um, that's what was going on in the Jewish communities mm -hmm. because anyone that was jewish that suddenly became a christ follower uh they were ostracized their businesses were shunned and it was like let's cancel their business have nothing to do with them um and you can probably speak to the way that goes on today in persecuted churches when people step right. across the line of faith what happens to those people yeah if if you are especially in the muslim world um but in the hindus buddhist all of the other religions, major religions, um, if you convert to Christianity, you have the you you have the chance of losing your home, your business, your life. Um, your wife or husband can divorce you without cause because you converted to Christianity. 
you could lose your children if a couple um, if a couple comes to Christ, they can lose their children and they go to the state. Um, it, it's very it's a very bad thing to switch from say Islam to Christianity, especially because they see that as a slap in the face to their God Muhammad. And they they just don't um, don't take well to it at all. Yeah, I've been getting um, I get daily updates from Open Doors on like individuals mm -hmm. and people to pray for, and for the last couple of weeks, it's been you know people who have either been beaten up or abused or their homes burned to the ground, or people who were you know the daughters stepped across the line of faith to become Christ followers. And the dad either beat them or kicked them out or just all this stuff. Yeah. And it's, it's intense and it's heartbreaking, but it's also today. This isn't yeah. what happened 20 years ago. This is what's happening today. Nigeria is one of the hardest hit countries right now for it. Um, yeah, I've been getting a lot. All, it's all over the world. Yeah, yeah. I've been getting a lot this week and last week from Nigeria about yeah. just families and individuals and stuff that people are going through. So um yeah. And it's the same thing. It's like, hey, you step out of what we think is acceptable. And it's not like immoral behavior. It's not no. like someone becomes a criminal or someone does something. They just believe differently than them. Right. And so they decide we need to cancel you. And that's that's like yeah. horrific. And it's it's mind blowing that in, you know, 2021, this is what's going on in America, because like we were talking about beforehand, the whole idea of cancel culture transcends whether you call us a democracy or a republic, everything about a democracy or everything about a republic. Yeah, it does. And, and you know, unfortunately, we in America are headed, if we continue on this, this course that we're on, we're headed for a very hard time as far as the culture goes, because we're going to have a pretty much down the middle, you know, Christ followers, non-Christ followers clash, because that's what a lot of cancel culture is, is standing up against what the Bible says. You know, um, if you don't believe in gay rights, if you don't believe in, um, you know, uh, same-sex marriages, if you don't believe in uh, transgender things, if you don't believe in all this, then you're, you're a bigot, you're, you're, you need to be canceled out of everything or blacklisted as they called it back in the day. And, you know, that's, that's a sad thing. And we're headed that direction if we're not careful. What does that say about, um, our nation right now because in order for that to really be popular in order for that to take hold you need to have like a majority that's that's canceling something right i mean if it's just you and me saying we're gonna cancel everyone who doesn't think like us i mean that's 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 no effect but you've got a lot of people who are saying um and I'm, I'm, I'm using government because that's a big one, but also religion. You got a lot of people who are saying, and this really made me mad <laughs> when I saw this because I follow a lot of uh, political people on Twitter, like politicians, uh, mainly because 
they're on there. It's a public forum. So mm -hmm. uh, when they say stupid stuff, I want to say my my stuff back to them, whether they agree with me or even read it or not. I feel like, okay, I, I, I got my say. And I did see someone say, um, and this is nothing against um, President Biden, but a lot of people and his followers were saying, okay, now we need to get rid of everyone in the House and the Senate who doesn't agree with our progressive policies. Right. And my response was, okay, what part of democracy is that? That's not democracy. That's a monarchy where you're right. going to do away with everyone who doesn't think like you. Yeah. How in the world is that democracy? And here's the thing, and I added this, and we talked about this before too. If that's the way you want to play it, then if America votes in a Republican president, can we get rid of all the Democrats? Yeah. Is that acceptable to you? And they were like, no, that's not acceptable. I was like, so how is it acceptable? What, what, how is this going to work then? I mean, yeah. it makes no sense. Yeah, and, and, and it's, it's sad, but that's exactly what the current administration wants to do, it seems like, um, especially those in power in the Senate and in, in Congress right now. They want to cancel out all the conservative viewpoints and, and beliefs. I mean, they voted, what, a month ago or so, the Bible has no reverence or no, no, um, it has no, no relativeness in, in the, in the state or in the government at all. We don't need to take the, the Bible as its word, um, that it's just another book. And that is a sad, that's part of the sad aggression that we're going in, you know, um, and I guess I'm I'm trying to understand how can Christians um, support uh, that because our role is not to make everyone think like us or cancel out everyone who doesn't think like us. Uh, our goal and our role is to present God to people who don't think like us and let them make their own decision. That I mean, that's the whole about sharing the gospel you know it's it's yeah. it's we're presenting god's truth to people and letting them make a decision we're not trying to force our beliefs on them so i don't see how a christian can support the whole cancel culture mentality it just doesn't hold up biblically no and 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 i think that's the that's where i say it has infiltrated the church because there's a lot of pastors who themselves don't believe that we need the entirety of the Bible. That we, you know, there are some things in the Bible that are just outdated and we don't need it. And, and we can live off of just the new Testament of the Bible or whatever. And, you know, they're canceling out in a way, the cancel culture there because we believe in the, the inerrant word of God, the entire word of God, and we preach the entire word of God. Um, and there are so many churches and so many pastors that aren't preaching the entire word of God or even in context what the word of God says. That's making Christians um, believe in some of these things that 
we would never support. Yeah, and that's I feel like that's a whole other conversation about right. churches not preaching and teaching the Bible a in context or b in its entirety. And I know we talked about this on the uh, the Faith Pittsburgh podcast with uh, Mike and with Chris. And mm -hmm. I think um, it's just so important. I mean, if Jesus used all of the Old Testament to reveal himself to people, then it must be pretty important. Uh, right. And it helps us if we can use the Old Testament to reveal. Not only that, um, the fulfillment of prophecy mm -hmm. is a crucial as aspect of, of being able to share the Bible because when Paul talks about, you know, the gospel in first Corinthians, he doesn't just say, this is the gospel. He says, you know, this is the gospel as was reported in scripture, as scripture yeah. says, it's a fulfillment of scripture. That's part of his weight of being able to share that. But if you take away the old Testament, the scripture, then you don't have a, this was said, and this was fulfilled. You just have a, here's this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's one thing to say, here's this. It's another thing to say, here's this thing that was like, as you've been sharing when we go through the um, Daniel, here's this level of prophecy that was said, this would happen in this level of spec specificity. <laughs> and then here is the fulfillment throughout history, verbatim, like to the day or to the person or to the letter that adds some weight that makes, you know, the Bible more believable. If you take right. away that, you're taking away a significant portion of what supports the truth of the Bible. So I, I do think maybe we need to uh, do a, a thing on, uh, I think that may be just us ranting if we did a podcast on just yeah. churches not preaching the whole Bible or whatever, but maybe that's something uh, we, 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 we should do, I don't know, yeah. or maybe, uh, I feel like we get into arguments if we had, if we did it in Faith Pittsburgh, because. Yeah, yeah, I do too. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we'll, we'll put that on down the road. So back to cancel culture. So but, how do we stop? But, what are some things that we can do to stop those that are promoting cancel culture, other than presenting the basic logic, if you're saying this is the type of culture you want to cancel out those who don't agree with you, is it okay for us to cancel you when we no longer agree with you? Other than that logic and them saying, oh, that doesn't really work. What are some ways that we can like kind of fight back or push back on this cancel culture? Well, first of all, like in anything else, pray about it. Pray and ask God, how, how can God use me to be an influence in those in my circle? And then once you pray about it, you get some insight on it, then just calmly talk about the issues. It's one thing to, to you know, somebody says they want to do something or cancel something, jump right on and just start an argument with them. It's another thing to say, well, tell me why you feel that way. Why do you feel like you want that erased? And, and, and have an open conversation. See, we don't, that's one thing I think we're missing in America today. We don't have open conversations. 
we have arguments between conservative and the progressives. There's no one sitting down and saying, why do you believe that? It's just they believe that and it's wrong and we can't do it. And that's not a Christian perspective. And I, I, I think if they were to sit down and, and here's, this is, I mean, you're, you're dead on. I think if they were to sit down, for example, granted, this is not a Christian issue, or maybe it is, I don't know, uh, the whole Green New Deal, green blah, blah, blah thing. I think if they were to sit down and each see, because uh, they're not even talking about the same things, because one side's mm -hmm. talking about, we want everything green. Another side's talking about, it's not that we're against green, but you're going to take away jobs. Right. Uh, you're going you're to cause economic hardships. I think if they were to sit down and say, okay, how can we get things moving green, but still, you know, provide jobs and training uh, for these families that are going to be impacted. Um, and it didn't help, you know, because they were like, hey, kill the pipeline. And all everyone heard was and saw was, look at all the jobs we just lost. Yeah. And I don't think if they had sat down and said, okay, how can we Instead of this pipeline, what can we do and how can we? And it didn't help that some, and I don't remember who, some of the government leaders were like, those people will find other jobs. Yeah. That that doesn't help. That just kind of makes people like, okay, you don't see my side. Right. And you're not willing to talk about what we're going through. So um, I, I think you're right. If they sat down and talked, they would see that a lot of times they're talking, not even apples and oranges like apples and you know bicycles yeah and, and i do that with when i'm when i'm out talking to someone that i know is not a christian um i will i will talk to them in a way that you know try to get understand why they don't believe or why they haven't you know they they've acknowledged that there is a god and there is someone who made all of this but that's all the further they go um, why do you believe that? You know, what, what causes you to feel that way or think that way? And that's the same way with this culture thing, uh, cancellations of stuff. Why do you feel like we need to cancel it? Not arguing that it's wrong or right either way, but what is your view? Why do you feel this way? And then let me explain why I feel way I do about it. Um, there's not, that's not going on anywhere in government, in churches, or in, I mean, you and I have probably both been in board meetings where it's been, you could light a match and it would blow up the whole place with all of the gas that's being <laughs> spread around in there. Um, not nicely. <laughs> but, uh, all right, know. so let me, let me bring up two, two current, well, one not so current, but current cancel culture issues so dr seuss oh let me start right. on dr seuss okay uh, go ahead well actually yeah we'll do dr <coughs> seuss and then pepe Le Pew, and then there's one <laughs> i need to talk about but dr seuss so here's the reality hey let's uh and and some people are like hey you can't blame the government it's the company you know that owns the rights to dr seuss just that decided to remove these six books and i get people are upset 
Um, I also see the company's thing. I think the company did was did ban to influence because the president specifically did not include. Uh, so there was some government, in my opinion, influence on that. Uh, and obviously, the fact that all of that information was released on the same day means they probably had some conversations, someone from both sides leading up to. Um, and a lot of people, although, and I think this is part of the talking thing that you were talking about, because a lot of people who are in the more conservative side were like, look, you're canceling Dr. Seuss. And to be honest, a lot of people couldn't even name the books that were canceled, hadn't mm -hmm. even read them. I, I didn't even, I, like, I've nope, never heard of any of those. They're not the famous ones. I knew a couple of them, but not all of them. Yeah. Uh, so, and I could see, because some of their thing was the way that it depicted people racially was disrespectful. So I could kind of see where they're coming from. I could also kind of see they're not the only people in that era who did that. And you could easily, hey, we're not going to remove these books. We're going to republish them, reissue them uh, in a way that better reflects or removes whatever was, you know, racially deficient or whatever. Yeah. So, uh, and, and the my whole thing with things like that, with books and and nursery rhymes, cartoons, it starts in the home. If a parent's not teaching their child the difference between right and wrong in a culture that we live in, um, if they're not teaching their kids how to love without seeing what skin color you are, then that's on the family. That's on the mom and dad, not teaching them. We have too many parents, though, that are teaching, well, we don't talk to those kind of people. Yeah. You know, we don't talk to those kind of people um, and and don't, you know, don't look at it biblically. They call themselves a Christian, yet they have this hate for the other race somewhere along the line. You can't be one and the other. You have to be one and, and not the other. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, maybe in a couple of episodes, we'll talk about the other book I wrote, because that specifically how you cannot have this racial, let me rephrase that, um, how to address the racial division that exists within the body of Christ, because it, it is not of God. No. Um, it is not his will. Um, it is in opposition to everything in his word from Genesis through Revelation. So but it is very real in the church. It is very real in the church, in the body of Christ, but it doesn't have to be. Yeah. Um, and I don't think, and this is one of the things that irritates me. I don't think if you're the church, you don't need, I talked to a woman uh, who she said her church has for the last couple of years, since all this racial stuff started, started doing racial training and meeting with other churches yeah. to try to understand how to do it. And they've had outside people come in and train them. And I kept my mouth shut, which was good. Cause what I wanted to say was good. You're a church. You don't need anyone to train you. You just need to read the word of God. Oh God. You've got the training. If your pastor can't train you 
through the word of God, how to love people who look differently, think differently, or have a different culture than you fire him and get a new one. I didn't say that. Yeah. I really wanted to. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's so yeah. prevalent in the church and it doesn't need to be. Right, and so the thing, thing is, God didn't, God did not create races. He created one race and that's the human race. Everything else is, is non essential in my mind. I yeah, don't, and, I don't see everything, you know, and maybe I'm weird that way. Maybe I just never, but that's the way I was raised. You don't see black and white. You see a human being standing in front of you. That's, and like we were talking about during one of your Bible studies, um, God's eventual goal is that we're all going to be, granted, there's going to be people from different nations and tribes and different tongues, but we're all going to be one family, all, you know, celebrating and worshiping God together um, yeah. in heaven. All right. So now that brings me to, and I still don't understand, and I don't want to Google it because I don't want to get a bunch of stuff inundated at me. Why are they canceling Pepe Le Pew? I don't get it. What, 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 what did he do? I have no idea other than he's a womanizer because he goes after the women all the time. That's the only thing I can figure, you know, that he's always, if he's that always is saying the, you know, always trying to get the go after a woman. If that's the reason, then they've got to cancel all the country music. All, all of hip hop. Yep. And they got to cancel all of the Bond movies. Uh, pretty movies. much 85% of Netflix, yeah. HBO. So yeah, you see how that it doesn't it doesn't make sense. If right. the reason is he's a womanizer, uh, so is 95% of HBO. Yeah. Uh Cinemax. Is that still around? Cinemax? I don't yeah. Know. Okay, Cinemax, um, and probably oh, at least 50 to 60% of broadcast TV other than the news and a good portion of like the Cartoon Network. Yeah. I mean, all of that. So yeah, it, it, it makes no sense. It doesn't make sense to me. The only difference being that those are financially supporting the progressive movement. Um, which again, I, I don't, I don't, I'm still, I'm, I, I don't understand how this works because the, the people that are yelling cancel, cancel, cancel are supported by the people who do the most of the stuff that they're yelling cancel. So I, yeah. it, it's not making sense to me. You yeah. know, they're like cancel, you know, all these rich people or whatever. I'm like, dude, Mark Zuckerberg and, and I forget his name, Jeff Bezos. They're your biggest supporters. They're, yeah. they're the ones supporting your movement. So if right. you start canceling, you know, the rich folk and make them pay their fair share, which I'm still waiting for that to happen. I would <laughs> love for that to happen. I got nothing against Jeff Bezos or Mark Zuckerberg. I'm glad they're wealthy. Yeah. I would like to see them be quadrillion trillionaires or whatever is next. That'd be great. But I really want to see all these people who's like, we're going to make the rich pay their fair share. I want to see that happen. Yeah. Um, and it, I, cause I doubt it's going to happen. <laughs> right. right. It, it makes no sense to me either. I mean, I just, I sit and shake my head. I mean, Mr. And Miss Potato Head, you have to now just call him Potato Head. I mean, 
that's just stupid you know yeah it makes it makes no sense so are you gonna go back and cancel all the toy story movies um yeah i don't know that disney will stand for that although disney might because they got enough money they're like yeah we're fine with it Um, yeah but i don't know that they'll stand for that um and why not instead of that just make a just make a new one you don't have to get rid of the old ones right to present a new one so instead of getting rid of mr and mrs potato head just create a potato head yeah that can be you know whatever you want it to be i i just yeah it doesn't make sense and we're going again down a dangerous road because the cancel methodology just doesn't it just doesn't hold up and it doesn't work yeah yeah you know i'm probably going to get shot under the bus for this one i'm tired of hearing people say this all started when we took prayer out of the schools and bible out of the schools we need all of that back in the schools it didn't that's not where this all started um because you know people see that as a cancel culture is when they call that out and the thing is if we put prayer and and stuff back into the school now bring it back which i think it should be there but if we bring it back then we have to let the muslims pray to their gods the hindus pray to their gods buddhists pray to their gods we have to share all that with everybody because that's what we're asking for and so that's part of cancel cultures problem okay and i i i was gonna say i'm gonna be the bad guy because i don't think it should come back for exactly that reason and i've thought that for a long time i I agree not bring prayer back because the moment we bring it back we've got to let the wiccans pray the satanists pray and everybody else who wants to pray in the school i'm okay with if they want to pray at school a silent prayer yeah go go you want wiccans want to go in the corner and pray go do it uh that that's you're right nobody should stop you from engaging in your religious belief as long as you're not infringing on anyone else or making anyone else join you right Um, so i'm all for allowing people to pray at school but i don't think we should bring back prayer in school as a part of the school curriculum for just that reason because then you're presenting a bunch of stuff that isn't true you're promoting a bunch of stuff that you're promoting idolatry basically so right i don't i don't i i for a long time have been glad that it's no longer in the schools and hope they don't bring it back for just just that reason you you and me both you and me both that's that's the point i was trying to make (laughs) all right so here's here's one other thing i'm gonna i'm gonna bring this up let's see if i can find this video yeah that i saw online that um come on there it is that uh a guy posted and uh this started a little bit a while ago where there was this movement do you remember when i said we let's take aunt jemima oh yeah off because we can't have the black woman there let's take uncle ben off let's take the guy on the cream of wheats off and so there was a um a white guy actually who put up a video um i only saw it on tiktok so don't know how widely dispersed it is 
that basically said, even though this was under the guise of, hey, let's cancel out all of these racists, he said the end result that what happened is uh, we took, you know, got uh, Aunt Jemima off, Uncle Ben's off, cream of wheat person off, took the Indian lady off of the land of lakes and all those other things. But you know what we left on? All the white people. So they didn't make them cancel the KFC guy, the Quaker Oats guy, the Burger King guy, the Little Debbie's guy or the Wendy's guy. He said, basically what the, and I don't know if this was the progressives or whatever, what they've done is they've removed every person of color from off of the advertising yeah. shelves and left all the white people on the advertising shelves. How is that cancel culture? How is that even no working? It makes no sense. Yeah, it makes no sense. I mean, not to mention the fact that when you research it out, those people were paid. Granted, Aunt Jemima was 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 paid. You yeah, know? She was a wealthy woman. Yeah. By those days standards, she was paid nicely for what she did. But now what we've done is under the guise of it's not fair to have, you know, these black people on these things. We've taken them all off. And now you have no people of color represented on any of the shelves yeah how how to me that doesn't sound like hey we're trying to help that sounds like racism to me it yeah. sounds like you're removing people of color from all of the avenues yeah yeah and, and doing it under the umbrella of this is best for them yeah you know and it's 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 crazy i i don't i don't even when i saw that video i was like wait a second i had to go back and watch it like five times in a row to let it really sink in that what in the ham sandwich that's yeah exactly what has happened yeah now you have no people of color where before people of color were represented yeah on the shelves in the grocery stores now you know they're not under the guise of oh we can't have them you know, it's great. And it's like, and I'm no disrespect. It's like, hey, the Washington Redskins, now just the Washington team. Um, yeah. We can leave the Cowboys. Right. But we won't have any anything Indians. representing the American Indians. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, huh. Yeah, okay. it, it just doesn't, it, it does not make sense whatsoever. It doesn't. It does. I mean, I mean, it does if you look at it for what it's it, it seems to be, which is we're just going to promote a white branded culture and remove people of color. Yeah. And, and, and I'm not trying to get more political than we are. But this is how socialism, Marxism, communism all start. We take out everything that we think is offensive and put in everything we think is good for the country, and we want you to follow it. And you all know? those things that we think are good all look like us. Exactly. And not exactly. like you. And, and we want to give you money. We want to give you the stimulus checks. We want to help you out. And what they're going to do is get us used to getting those checks and then say, okay, well, 
we're just going to keep going, but you have to give us this much money back, you know, and, uh, and, and it's I, starting. I mean, it's I, I, I got to be honest though. Um, I'm going to cash the, oh, the, the, the Biden check just the way I cashed the Trump checks. And when I say cash them, they're all literally sitting in a savings account. Christy won't let me touch them, but, yeah. <laughs> but, we're, we're, we're going to take them and um, exactly. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's something I'm not going to do. I'm just saying, look at how we have been conditioned for all of this cancel culture stuff for a year now. Yeah. And I don't think I'm, I was against, not against the checks because I think the government has a responsibility to help people. Um, I was against all the other things that were in exactly all the bills um yeah. um the the trump bill and 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 now the the biden bill because yeah. for what was spent they could have given every single american twenty thousand dollars yeah exactly um, exactly and, and instead some americans are going to get fourteen hundred dollars yeah uh and some will get more and kids and all that. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, for what was spent, uh, all this stuff that was non-COVID related, and this is just a problem with our government. Maybe we should do a whole other conversation on that. Yeah. Uh, just because uh, there I, I, so many problems with trying to spend our way out of an issue, uh, the mass printing of money. Um, and it's, it's not going to do anything but hurt us. It's not going to do anything but hurt us. And and in reality, that $1,400 may help some people in certain situations, but it's not a long-term fix. It's not going to do a whole lot. Yeah. And uh, I've said this before. I don't remember if it was on here or in sermons, but if the government reacted as quickly to helping Americans as they did to trying to impeach Trump, we wouldn't, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be in this mess in the first place. Right. Uh, right. But they felt that was the priority um yeah that was the issue that we've got to address this is the first thing we've got to do yeah. and I'm, I'm surprised people don't see that that hey uh rather than turn around and say the first thing we got to do now that we have the white house the house and the senate um first thing we got to do is let's help america first thing they said we got to do is make sure that the guy who just left the white house can never run again that was their priority not helping the american people and whether or not people think that should have been done I, I, I don't have an issue with that. I have an issue with that was the first priority that this government, Congress, Senate, and White House, when they were in place, said this is priority number one. Yeah. That I have an issue with. Not helping the American people, not, hey, what's the, I mean, granted, vaccines are going out now, not how can we get vaccines out now? First issue they spent time and resources on was securing what they thought was the fact that he can never run again. Yeah. And and how anyone can not see that as an issue is right. Me. And I think, I mean, going back to the cancer culture, I think too, and you may disagree with me on this one, but the way that the Capitol was being portrayed today, you can't get into the Capitol building. If you and I wanted to go down to DC and go to the Capitol, we could not. They still have a fence all the way around the Capitol with barbed wire on front with 5,000 or so military people around the fence. Um, that to me is canceling out our right to go, our legislators. 
Well, I'm I'm only okay with that to an extent. I'm okay with the temporary portion of that while they one continue to root out what they think are are you know people who may try to overthrow the government uh, while they try to. I think they just extended the National Guard being there through like middle of May, end of May or whatever. I'm okay with that temporarily um, as they, from the aspect of, hey, we deem that there might be a credi credible threat to this location. So we're gonna do all we can to protect this location. I'm okay with that temporarily. I don't, I don't have a problem with that long-term, uh, then they need to come up with some other solutions. Uh, because just as they want to protect it because it is such a symbol of the United States, like you said, our access to it is one of the biggest symbols of the United right. States. So uh, the more that our politicians start removing themselves from access to us, then they no longer are of the mindset. And we seem to have forgotten that they work for us. Right. Um, so yeah, I would have a problem as they as they progress into that. But yeah. as a temporary, hey, we're still trying to investigate. We still see there are credible threats out there that I'm I'm okay with for the time being. I guess I guess because I live well, you live down there too. Yeah, for so many years, there's always threats. Yeah, there's always credible threats. Yeah, <laughs> so. We didn't need a fence then. We don't need a fence now. You know, yeah. And we, I don't know if, I don't remember when I did, but we could probably going back, remember a time when there weren't walls and that barrier at the White House. Right. When it was more accessible, incredible prior to 9-11. Uh, I know in, in the early, late 80s, early 90s, I was a courier in Washington, D.C. I was still driving a car right in front of the White House where they got it blocked off now, right on Pennsylvania Avenue. I would drive, pick up, you know, deliveries and stuff. So, yeah, that, you know, I don't know. It's just crazy. I mean, the cancer, the cancel culture, I believe, is more of a cancer in our society than anything else. Hmm. Like every cancer, you either get to the root of it or it's gonna kill you. And I think that's kind of where we're at now in the United States. And and the big um in our churches too. If we don't get to the root of what is causing all of this friction, then it's gonna kill us. And yeah, the root and of it is sin, obviously. Yeah. How do we address that openly and honestly without worrying about hurting someone's feelings? Yeah, and I think the whole cancel culture again, and I've said this before, and reiterated again, is is just it is yes, like you said, that's probably the best term, a cancer, and it's also a cancer to the American way of life. Our American yes. way of life is built on the fact that everybody has the right to their freedom of speech, to say what they want, to express themselves the way that they want, as long as they're not violating or infringing on anyone else's right. It's the First Amendment. Right. So now canceling, saying, oh, I don't like the way you expressed yourself, so we're going to cancel you, blacklist you. What they did to, um, can't remember her name, the actress on The Mandalorian. I don't know if you're watching that show. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, there's an actress named Gina. I'll look it up later. Sorry, Carino, Carina. Uh, she was on Mandalorian, which is a shoot off of the Star Wars world. Okay. <clears throat> and she made some comments that were nothing wrong with the comments she made. Uh, you can hear the same comments made by other people, but they were far right comments. Something to the effect that the equivalent of, you know, the government, if they start silencing you and getting you to do stuff is equivalent to what happened in Germany, what they did to the Jews, to speak out against people and to, uh, and so they fired her off the show. And um, not, she didn't make any anti-Jewish comments. She didn't make any racist comments. Uh, She just spoke out and said, hey, what's happening is wrong. And they fired her. And people were like, some people were like, okay, that's good. And I'm like, and and, and other people pointed out that her co-star made similar comments, but he was in support of the left. Yeah. And and this is the kind of thing that, that again, you you're and they have the right to fire her, but it's it's pretty much anyone who speaks out, freedom of speech, First Amendment right. But yeah. if what they say isn't in line with what people believe, then they try to cancel them. And that's in direct, it's in opposition to what this whole nation was founded on. And it's in opposition to what the Bible is all about. Really. Because the Bible is all about, you know, us speaking out for Jesus and and witnessing and having a testimony. And if we're not able to have that testimony if we're not able to share that news then we're in we're in trouble we're just like all of the other countries that are being persecuted around the world okay so her name was gina carano (laughs) Uh, um, and she's like an an ex-mma fighter so yeah and yeah and anyway but yeah so um and yeah so it's inconsistent with just basic American principles. It's inconsistent with um, Orthodox Christianity. Um, And it's inconsistent, although it's in the American church, inconsistent with one being able to call themselves a Christ follower. Because as a Christ follower, it's not my job to stop every Muslim from sharing what they believe or stop every um, Buddhist buddhist or even to stop every wiccan or every atheist from sharing what they believe as a christ follower it's my job and responsibility to share here is god's truth and here's why you should believe it that's it i'm not trying to stop them i'm just trying to promote god's kingdom um and it's inconsistent with the bible to go and to try to cancel other people um that's god's job right right I, I agree 100% with you. So what what's the, and we're going to wind down on this note, because I feel like I keep getting a soft topic on political stuff. I keep going <laughs> politics, and Mark keeps pulling us back with the Bible. It's inconsistent <laughs> with the Bible. I try. <laughs> um, no, that's good. That's good. Uh, so what 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 what's the, the big thing that we can say to the church? If you're a Christian, um, here's how you can. I, I know you said pray. Pray how can God use us. What's one other thing, uh, if you're a Christian, here's something you can have to fall back on when you're presented 
involved in or you see this cancel culture going on? Um, and this sounds corny, but love others as you would want to be loved. Treat others as you would want to be treated. If someone comes to you and has something that they're really standing up for and you don't agree with it, say, okay, that's your opinion, but it's not mine. And gracefully back away. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to be, being, being a Christ follower is not being someone who is always wanting to pick a fight. Yeah. I mean, if, if that's the definition of a Christ follower, then I think we've got the wrong idea of who Jesus is and who he was. Because he never went to fight. He always went to love others. And I think, um, I think that's the heart of, I mean, that's why God put that as number two thing in the Bible. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, body, and soul, and love your neighbor as yourself and i think that's why you said this is how uh people will will see and know that your mind is the way that you love one another and i don't think the church is doing that we're not loving those who disagree with us um we're 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 creating our own cancel culture where we shut them out or we don't want anything to do with them or um i don't know if you saw i don't know if you're part of that small church pastor group uh it's another one the senior pastors yeah, leaders senior yeah leaders. or something like that there was a a big blow up because uh there was a woman who made a comment and it was a snarky comment about women can preach she said something like uh if women if a woman can give birth to jesus then a woman should be able to preach about jesus and obviously it wasn't like here's my theological right for saying this and it just blew up. And uh, a lot of the guys in there just attacked her. And I'm like, wait a second. If this is how pastors are acting, no wonder the church is so divided. And, and some guy sent me a long list of, yes, but we're supposed to speak out, you know, and people have yeah. tried to talk to her and we don't agree. I'm like, hey, you know what? We're also supposed to let nothing come out of our mouth except what is good for edifying others. We're also supposed to reconcile one another to Jesus. And we're also supposed to love one another above all else. And I saw none of that. And the way that she was attacked, just because we disagree with her theologically, um, yeah. gives us no right to attack her. And I don't know, like, I personally, I, I, didn't agree with their theology anyway. Yeah. I hate when people use bad theology. But granted, I agree that the meme, you know, she was posting it kind of snarky. And I was like, I've seen worse things than that posted in here. And, yeah. and they were not attacked the way that she was. Um, they attacked her personhood. They talked about you haven't been through stuff. And she was like, Yeah, I have been. Here's what I went through, you know, personally as a woman, how I've been attacked, what I've had to deal with in my personal life. And then they were like, well, that's the reason you don't like men, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what in the ham sandwich yeah. is going on? We're tr I mean, we're the church. We're adopting our own type of cancel culture when we see things we don't like. And, and it runs opposite to what you said, you know, the number two golden rule, love your neighbor as yourself. And, right. and 
I didn't see that there. I was just shocked. I almost left the group because I was just so angry that pastors, yes, we're human too, but could be so just pigheaded and 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 brutal. Yeah. Uh, just downright brutal. It just I'm I mean, ah, I don't know. Unfortunately, okay. unfortunately, it's pastors can be some of the meanest people on earth if they if we let our hair down. Yeah. Unfortunately, that, unfortunately. that is true. So uh we hope you guys hold us accountable. Uh if your pastors being a jerk. Um, you know, pray about it. And then say, hey, just wanted to let you know, Pastor, uh, what you said, you were being kind of a jerk. Yeah. Still love you, but you were being kind of a jerk. I'm not going to cancel you, but you were being kind of a jerk. <laughs> and if he continues to do it, get two or three other brothers or sisters together and go talk to him. Yeah. And let them all say, hey, you're being kind of a jerk. Yeah. Um, sometimes that 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 helps. Uh, uh, sometimes we as pastors can get so caught up in our own stuff of what we think we need to do or the stress that we may be feeling that we forget that we are shepherds, not just preachers, but we are shepherds, uh, meaning we're supposed to be helping to equip and reconcile and be there for people. Um, and sometimes we can forget that. So, um, yeah. all right. Any other final thoughts on cancel culture? Not that I can think of. I think we covered it pretty good. Okay. All right. All right. Um, so I'm going to ask you to pray and then we'll, we'll be done. Okay. Father, we thank you for this time together. We thank you that we can come together and we can talk about issues um, that are pressing the church today and do it without arguing, do it without being upset. Uh, and Lord, we just ask that you would uh, just help our words to speak to those who are going to hear our words. Uh, help us to be examples of what we talk about. And uh, help us to walk, walk you would have us to walk in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. Uh, thank you guys for listening. And uh, don't know what we're going to talk about next time. <laughs> but uh, uh, we will be back soon. Until then, God bless.